0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Welcome everyone to the Roman Show. We welcome this week Keith Lee, the WWN Champion. Dundee, the referee of Kaiju Battle, talking about well what's going to take place this weekend over in uh, Central Florida, or in Uber City actually, in Tampa, Florida. And we also welcome Ovan St. Prue, who will be in action at the UFC in Orlando fight card, along with Mike Perry, who will be taking on Max Griffin this weekend as well, February 24th. This plus much more coming up next.
2: Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready, you're
1: ready. Five seconds to the open.
2: Aquarius, watch
3: that little gimbal We don't want you coming off Booster. Go. Go. Retro. Go. Idle.
2: Go fly, I you. go. go. With your Surgeon. Go Go We're going. Go. 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 Go.
0: Go. 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 Go.
1: Rodolfo Roman. Rodolfo Roman here, uh, The Roman Show, your host. Thank you very much for checking in on us. And uh, we got a stacked show for you today. Thanks for coming out, everyone, to the Pat and FC show. Uh, and i know many to you guys sending us some emails and tweets. So thanks so much and hope you enjoyed the great show. We'll be back uh, April 6th is the next show. Luis Gomez will be putting up his title, Up for Grabs. Check out more details on the theromanshow.com uh, for ticket sales and so much more. I also want to let everyone know that, uh, listen, you want to lose some weight, Fight Club is the place to do it, located in Doral. That's Fight Club in Doral. Hit up Henry Morales, at yahoo.com to get your one-day guest pass. Let them know the Roman Show sent you, or send them a message, or text them, or call them, 786 222 8050 All right, we got some pro wrestling this weekend coming up. FEW, February 24th in Coral Springs. Make sure to check that out. The Fighting Evolution uh, Wrestling will be taking place at the Coral Springs High School in Coral Springs, Florida. Get your tickets right now. They're available. Uh, They're going to feature the Pope and the Headbangers as well. So make sure you check them out this following weekend. And PFL returns to action on April 28th. In Miami, Florida, we'll have some more details for that as well coming up in the near future, and you can sh- follow us on our social media accounts for more details. And SPW March 24th is around the corner. Mr. George Alonzo, the dashing one, joining me here on the program, and SPW is just days away. No, not days away, but less what? Uh,
0: little, month and month, little, month and some
1: month and change It gum. Little over a month, but,
0: you know, thanks for the grand introduction while I'm here preparing my passion fruit, margarita. And uh, by all means, yes, SPW returns, uh, you know, something that started off as a one-time deal. Now it's hopefully going to be a five-time or six-time deal uh, starting in Doral, Florida, and we need your support to become an actual legit thing on March 24th so be there and support
1: that's right and uh, you can get your tickets just visit theromanshow.com check out there the banner SPW Extreme Justice click on it and that is your way of getting your tickets in to see the action Bestia 666 I think it's the first time ever in South Florida he comes yes
0: as a matter of fact yes uh, first time ever in the state of Florida Bestia 666 will be here and also uh, the Sandman ECW legend the Sandman will be here Uh, The Sandman obviously teaming up with a mystery tag team partner uh, to go up against NXT's, the Metro Brothers uh, in the first round action of our tag team tournament. Uh, On top of that, I could assure you right now, I could give you the exclusive that Sandman's tag team partner is a ECW alumni. So... With that said on, let us know the secret, man. Come on. no, it's not I'm not gonna let that out, man. Just know this i I'll give you this much of a clue. This man was part of a storyline in his early years that almost got them kicked off off of television. That's how controversial this this young man was during that that story back in the day.
1: interesting i I have no idea who he is, but boy. I can't wait. Can you release it at least a week of here in the Roman Show exclusively?
0: No, I can't. Uh, uh, sadly, due to uh, agreements with the ECW icon Sandman, he does not want no one to know until the day of.
1: Son of a gunner, right? we're gonna have to wait and see. Extreme Justice Saturday, 24th uh, of March in the Raw, Florida. Hit hey, visit theromanshow.com. That's where you get more details on purchasing your tickets. All right, coming up next. We have a stacked show today, uh, but George Keith Lee, the WWN champion, was part of Evolve 100. as monumental, right? It's the first, well, it's not the first, but it's reached 100 shows, George. I know that SPW will get there one day. I know it's still in its infancy, but Evolve 100, it's a huge, monumental status, and Keith Lee defended his WWN title against AR Fox. Now, this is a pre-recorded interview that took place Last week, so he does talk a little bit about what he was going to do to Ar Fox. I invite you guys to head on to wwnlive.com and become a member. Uh, less for ten bucks, you can see the show and uh, past shows uh, on the library. But wwnlive.com again, you can see it live for yourself, or theromanshow.com. You can find more details there on being part of the WWN Club. So coming up next, Keith Lee on the Roman Show. South
2: Florida's biggest rock experience has returned. heard. Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park, near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Ozzy Osbourne, Five finger death punch. Company, I can't deny. Got smack. Shut down. Cut it. Ricky Benjamin. Featuring Stone Sour, Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood Undead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Trivium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Fort Rock at Markham Park. Beautiful days, great food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy.
1: Welcome everyone to The Roman Show once again. Make sure to follow us on our social medias at The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Instagram. Well, Evolve 100, you believe that Evolve 100 taking place February 17th, big show in Queens, New York uh, this coming week and on that card you have the champion, the WWN champion Keith Lee taking out AR Fox and it's a pleasure to have this phenomenal wrestler Keith Lee right here on the Roman show which by the way you can catch this show if you're unable to make it to New York you can catch it on wwnlive.com and you can actually join the WWN club and watch the event and past events for a very affordable price less than 10 bucks you can watch some of the great programming so Keith thanks so much for joining us here on the Roman show
3: you bet man thanks for having me on
1: Thank you, Keith. Well, you know, here you go. You're going to be taking on Ar Fox. I know you've been putting stuff up there on social media. So, how are you feeling going into the bout, defending your your championship?
3: Slightly more aggressive than normal, <laughs> uh, considering the the way things ended last uh, time in Queens, New York. I'm quite anxious to get my hands on Ar Fox, uh, absolutely his entire crew, to be honest. But. Uh, I think outside of my personal feelings regarding the match, you know, they're a little bit of match for fans to truly enjoy, and you know that Clinton York is basically at home, so I'm definitely looking forward to doing that, in some of them, especially since they were the one saw what they caused the last time they were there.
1: Now, something about this event is very special. It's monumental. It's a Bob 100 show. How does it feel to be a part of this? This is a big, major deal
3: monumental, man. you am talking about show 100, and I'm, I'm headlining it, and, and, and the opportunity that, you know, was just happenstance. Considering I've been in involved for just about a year now, so it's, just, it's just over when the show comes. Yeah. It's just uh, it's a cool feeling to, to get up to be the stuck in the light of the man holding the belt, and also get the uh, will say Rick Dixon on Fox, and I, I don't even know the names of the people that come with him, we'll just say Fox and Crew, uh, in the most violent manner that I could possibly put together. So, um, along with it being 100, you're talking about other great matches on the card as well, so the competition levels are going to be high, and obviously the entertainment will as well
1: yeah absolutely I'm, I'm excited for it And again you can catch it on WWNlive.com you can join the club for less than 10 bucks you can see this event live and previous shows uh, That some of the stars that are not featured in uh, the WWE and other uh, major promotions you can catch it right there on WWN club now Keith something about you you've been definitely pushing the limits or the envelope actually when it comes to big athletes you've been doing some phenomenal movements that, that back in the day say go back 20-15 years ago you're a big guy. You were just walking around. You were like a wall, pretty much. But you're pushing the envelope, man.
3: Uh, I, I, I bend it. Well, yes, I do. But I, I'm also still a wall. it <laughs> to be quite honest about it. <laughs> um, and in the case of this, I don't really think the an athletic approach to this match is going to be very much. Considering the, table of the class may be full of shenanigans and I'm extreme. However, that Exactly. Not much else. There's not so, um, it, it'll, take a, it'll take a moment to analyze his game plan and react to it myself, I'm sure.
1: Now something in common, you know, I have something in common with you here because, reading a little bit about you, you got involved with pro wrestling thanks to your grandmother. See, I was introduced to wrestling because of my grandfather, and I remember watching actually Lucha Libre, and that was the first thing uh, I, I was able to watch. So take me back when you would watch wrestling with your grandmother, and what was her some of her favorite wrestlers back in the day?
3: Oh well, I think most people were big fans of Hogan and, and Macho Man. Uh, she actually was quite the fan of Jimmy Hart And okay. uh, Andre the Giant tong Tongue Uh, man. uh just, You know she was just an all around fan To be honest She liked uh, watching and Enjoying uh, the fights and all that jazz So She was the type that do you ever see the type of people that watch their TV shows and they talk to the TV and things of that sort
1: Yeah, I see. Exactly, yep. She was 100% <laughs> that type of person
3: when it came to wrestling. <laughs> so, her passion was for this game. was was something that I guess you could say I inherited when she got us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was always an intense experience when she was watching her wrestling.
1: Now, did you have uh, specific shows that you guys watched uh, was on Saturday nights or any of the other evenings that they showed uh, wrestling? Oh, at the time? man, I was like 4
3: or 5. I couldn't even tell you what day it was. But uh, basically the beginnings of WWF pretty much was what I remember. Uh, I mostly watched those before then, but nothing that
1: I can recollect. I don't know that's just quite monumental, and I'm sure that you always take that and represent your grandmother when you're inside uh the ring. Now, let's talk a little bit about your training. Uh, take me into your regimen. You know, how, how is your typical day of training? Uh, do you ever max out in some of the squatting or the bench presses? Um, so, that's a
3: tough question to answer for me because in, in circumstances for most athletes, training changes, or, or should anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, for me specifically, I do a mixture of training, circuit training, mm. um, agility training, which is like step ladders mm-hmm. and um, different types and styles of sprints and bleacher runs, box jumps, burpees, things of that sort. And then there are times mm-hmm. where I'll break down and just go ridiculously heavy on some lifts. Um, I try to avoid that considering all the damage that we do to our body on a, on a weekly basis, but mm-hmm. uh, uh it, it really changes, like, three weeks at a time. If I get used to something and it stops being sore, then I'll switch my style up to something else to confuse my body. So, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, the most important ones are these squats, deadlifts. Uh, those are major deals. I don't really bench press that much. I like dumbbell, dumbbells for press, mm-hmm. uh, especially incline bench press. So. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the major major things to go on the
1: workouts. Now, of course, you're part of the WWN roster, and you've you've also appeared in several other promotions here in the States and overseas. Um, Anything, though, in Japan? Any plans of going to Japan? I know many of the folks from the States here are taking your talents over there.
3: (laughs) Um, You know, I don't really know, man, to be honest with you. Um, Things are just kind of up in the air, and... uh, I am just waiting for an opportunity that feels right to me. So, uh, obviously, that's a place that I would love to go. Most people know I love Japanese tradition. I love the culture. I love the food. I love anime. I love video games. (laughs) Um, So, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really something that seems like it would be fitting for me. But when we talk business, then then, you know, it's a matter of what works and makes
1: sense. Now, you've been so part of... We'll just see. And, I, and I'm sure you would love that strong style that they got over there and we would, I mean, as a fan and, and as, a, as a follower of the sport, I'm sure you will bring in some uh, dynamics to uh, the Japanese style of wrestling. Now, forwarding now, going back to WWN, you've been part of the roster about, you know, about a year or so, like you said, uh, and you've had the opportunity to wrestle great great talent, Oh no, You know, these guys... Guys are now in the WWE. Ricochet, another guy. Um, But tell me about being part of WWN. You have guys like William Regal, uh, a legend, right, in in professional wrestling that has made uh, his presence in WWN. How how does it feel to be part of this this WWN roster and group and family? Um, I'd say
3: that when it comes to that roster, it's pretty tight-knit. Um... And obviously, as the athlete that I am, I'm quite honored because I would have never chosen that path if it wasn't something that I felt like would make me happy or give me the opportunities that I wanted. And opportunities came, and some I, I let slip away. Some capital I capitalized on, um, and... One of the top guys in that company means a lot because I get to represent them. And I think um, that's something I kind of take pride in. So being somebody that represents an entire company is an honor and something that's quite humbling. So um, there's nothing but happiness and I guess appreciation when I get to be a part of it. So those are probably the best two words to explain that.
1: Also, followed up, Dusty Rhodes, William Regal. These are gentlemen uh, that obviously influenced you or, or lit a fire under you. I've read it in an article. Uh, any chances, though, that we're going to hear Regal knowing that uh, this is Evolve 100 that perhaps he'll make a presence? You let us in on the scoop? Uh,
3: I honestly have no idea, man. Um, I, I would hope that maybe, maybe he would make a little appearance, but there's no guarantee of that. Um, you know, When it comes to some of the gentlemen at his level, then, you know, they become very busy individuals. So there's no guarantee, but there's also possibility. So it's really more of a a guessing game or a a chance game, if you will. Hopefully we'll get something.
1: Gotcha. Well, Keith, I want to thank you so much for your time. And, uh, you're all over the place, so where can people reach out to you or follow up with you if they want to have you on the show or they want to see you at the show?
3: Um, Seeing me at shows is quite easy. Following me on, social media is really the easiest way to see what I'm going to be. Um, and everything is pretty much streamlined, so the easiest routes to go would be Instagram or Twitter. Both handles are the same. Realty's, um and then there's Facebook which I don't do much on except for kind of promote wrestling but um it's another another avenue to take to see what I'm doing that is facebook.com ropes leads and uh, of course if you're looking for merchandise then there is ProWrestlingTees.com peace Lee. and so all the best ways to reach out to me.
1: Well, Keith, I want to thank you so very much. Looking forward to uh, defending your title against AR Fox February 17 in Queens, New York. Uh, Evolve 100, it's a monumental show. And again, you can see it for yourself live stream on WWNlive.com for less than 10 bucks a month. And you can catch all this great uh, past Shows that they had, including some of the other matches that Keith had in his career in WWE. And thanks so much, Keith, and look forward to seeing you in action and look forward to having you one more time again later on in the future. You're in the Roman show. Absolutely.
3: Thanks for having me, dude. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you, my man.
4: And now it's time to give you a, time to give you a...
3: reality
1: check. Reality check. Uh. All right, well, thanks again for tuning in. We're back here. We're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. 100,000 seats. That is what the WWE is looking forward to fill in Australia. George, I know they did this back at the uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium, during WrestleMania, but they're aiming to have... uh, They haven't really said what type of event or what type of show, but they're looking forward to filling up a 100,000-seat stadium in Australia, overseas, I'm sure we have to have this stuff in the network, live. I mean, you, you have 100,000 seats, you're going to have to have some huge major names to pack that place.
0: I agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like you could just book anything and and expect to fill it. That's the most seats ever that I could even think of in, in any kind of venue. So, yes, you have to to make sure that you push any kind of opportunity that you can to just sell out a place like that. You Listen, they do commercials, do network like you were saying, do advertisement on
1: news, newspapers, do, do
0: something. But this by far is possibly the biggest challenge to ever fill up a venue, I think.
1: We're looking for tech and no details yet, but again, the WWE is looking into filling up 100,000 stadium seats. Uh, In a stadium in Australia, we'll get more details as far as to what it will be. Well, George switching gears, Jeff Jarrett has been named the next person to be headed to the WWE Hall of Fame. If you were going to tell me this, I don't know, two years ago, five years ago, I would have never believed it. You know, we spoke to Jeff Jarrett, what about maybe three years he was on the Roman show to talk about uh, global force wrestling and then he went back to Impact Wrestling Uh, he he is pretty much the founder uh, of Impact Wrestling he left uh, he started it left came back and then he left again and now we see him with the WWE he had his personal issues uh, with uh, alcohol was Uh, WWE assisted him but you gotta give credit where credit is due and uh, Jeff Jarrett by far deserves this thing he did a lot for the business both in the WWE and outside I mean after WCW WWE didn't really ever had any more competition until impact wrestling it was that one night when they, they try to do the uh, 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 Monday Night Raw or, or, or um, uh, Monday Night War uh, with when they had that one show where they had impact wrestling And you had all these guys come back in Impact Wrestling, if you remember that one. That was the only time that WWE really, really had any competition on Monday night. Ever since, nothing has happened yet. Listen, to me, yes,
0: uh, he's well-deserved of this opportunity. Uh, I'm not going to take it away from him. Very well-deserved, and I say congratulations to him. But I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm not shocked. I'm extremely shocked uh, of this decision. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, no one saw it coming um, because of the the heated uh, thing that they had when Jeff Jarrett first left the company. Uh, to be honest with you, it, it's, it's an eye-opener. Uh, again, it's huge congratulations to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, but one thing I'm kind of very, very surprised of is how is Jarrett... In the Hall of Fame before Owen Hart or China, so that, again, you could guarantee you. I could guarantee you. I'm not going to be the first or the last person to bring this up.
1: That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Jeff Jarrett goes in first for China, and Owen Hart. And that's a very good point.
0: And as a matter of fact, Jeff Jarrett again had almost the same heat. With the WWE as a China and Owen Hart, well, Owen Hart never really had heat. He, uh, he tragically, uh, you know, uh, passed away due to an accident or whatever you want to describe it as. You, everyone has their different beliefs in that situation. But it, how? Like, it, I'm not trying to take any spotlight away from Jeff Jarrett. I'm just saying how?
1: You're right, No, no. I'm going to give it to you, you absolutely hit the nail in the coffin, how in the hell does Jeff Jarrett get in there first before China, which, mind you, to me, if I remember Jeff Jarrett in the WWE, that's one of the most classic uh, feuds, Jeff Jarrett and China.
0: Yeah, and and as a matter of fact, who the heck is going to, well, Road Dogg is probably going to induct Jeff Jarrett. Or Jerry Lawler? No, I see Road Dogg more because Road Dogg was actually introduced to the WWE by Jeff Jarrett uh but the but the thing is is uh, again yes he was the he did have a good program with china as a matter of fact uh, Jeff Jarrett's last match in WWE history was the i think the housekeeping match that they had where it was kind of like uh, Jeff Jarrett did the whole angle of women should be at home cooking and and china took that as you know as an insult they, they had like brooms sticks mops all that happy go lucky stuff in their last match for the Intercontinental title. Where China become, became the first women to ever hold that belt. But the fact is this. You know. I, I, again. For all you guys out there saying. Oh George is just bitching it. No I'm not bitching. I'm not, I'm not even trying to take away Jeff Jarrett. I'm just trying to bring up a point. Which you cannot disagree with me. How is Jeff Jarrett in the Hall of Fame before China or Owen Hart? How? I I just don't understand it. And you could tell me all you want by saying, oh, the reason Owen Hart is because of the wife situation. Listen, if you could get things to work out, like a freaking Ultimate Warrior to come back to WWE, you could work something out with Owen Hart's family just to make sure that he gets into the Hall of Fame. So don't give me that BS.
1: Yeah, one thing we just saw, the, the, the video montage of uh, Jeff Jarrett being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Not one clip... Of Jeff Jarrett and China, just wanted to make putting that out.
0: Again, it's it, it's it raises questions. It's not weird. It just raises questions, and it's just so random to me. Like when when you see that graphic and you see such great Hall of Famers in there, like the Dudleys, Goldberg, Ivory, uh, you know, and then you see Jeff Jarrett. It's like wait. Rock has been there from day one in the WWE. Owen Hart has been there since day one. Uh, China made history. This, uh, Ivan Koloff, you know, where are they? And they, what? <laughs> it, it raises questions. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, well, I'd like to get your opinion. Info at theromanshow.com. Send us what you think um, about Jeff Jarrett's induction to the WWE. Hall of Fame, and we'll read it right here live on the air. Okay, next we're going to welcome Mark Dundee. He's the referee for a Kaiju Battle taking place this weekend over in uh, Uber City. And you can get more details at theromanshow.com. Find out the ticket information. And he describes what this thing is all about. He says that it's basically monsters invading a city and fighting inside a ring. And it's a concept of uh, good versus evil. Well, let's take a listen to Mark what he has to say about this upcoming Kaiju battle taking place this weekend. Welcome back everyone to the Roman show and well, you know, WrestleMania is around the corner and there's a lot of events that are going to take place but before that, well, we'll talk to the gentleman here. It's a very cool concept. Now, Japan is very close to me. Japan, you know, my wife is Japanese so I know a lot about the Japanese culture but Mr. Mark Dundee, of Kaiju Big Battle joins us right now on the Roman Show. They have an event February 25th in Uber City, Florida, and then they're going to have one uh, as well during the WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans and also in New York. So, Mark, Kaiju Big Battle, I understand, is people dressed up in these weird looking attire uh, battling it out. What is the Kaiju Big Battle? Let us know exactly what it is. Yeah.
4: Well, Kaiju Big Battle is a uh, is a conflict between good and evil. Um, it's actual monsters. Our tagline is Monsters are real and danger can happen. Um, we've been around since about the early '90s, about '94, from what I remember being told. And uh, yeah, it's a constant between good and evil, and we we just see a whole bunch of devastation happening in these cities within a, within the confines of a uh, of a ring. With, uh, with monsters such as a giant, a giant-looking, uh, waffle, which is named French Toast. Um, we have our, our, our right now, one of our guys is about to win all the championships, he's hoping, by the name of Unicorn Party. And it's always being, something's always happening, undermining by Dr. Q, who is the lead villain of Kaiju big battle.
1: How did this all begin? Who, who started this Kaiju battle? Let us know a little bit of history about it.
4: Oh, well, of course. Um this it uh, started by a man by the name of Rand Borden when he was in museum school and uh, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. It started off as a uh, as a small as a small party with a bunch of people at a school and then it just took off. Has this type of occult underground following which every time I see fans for kaiju it's I remember what happened back in nineteen ninety seven when this when this fight all happened. And it just they get so they get so involved into this that they just want us to come all over the place, but we have to make sure that it's safe for our monsters to be able to be there, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> and I want to let everyone know here, Kaiju is a Japanese film genre that features giant monsters, yes. so that's what basically what it is uh, in Japanese. Yeah. So uh, are you by any chance, uh, have this happened in Japan too as well, this sort of uh, wrestling with monsters, And have you seen it over there, or is this more Americanized type of thing?
4: Um, I know Japanese. I know the Japanese culture does love it. Um, wow. we got a chance to uh, work with a wrestler by the name of uh, Kota Ibushi oh, okay. a couple of years ago during during the WrestleMania weekend, and he he became our hashtag trending champion, and he, uh, he and he loved it. And I know him and other friends of his have also wanted to be a part of this, which you might actually see again Coming soon and uh back to New Orleans this year for uh, for the Mania weekend event.
1: Yeah, and I know Kota will be there during that WrestleMania weekend uh, in action. Yep. So, so what what did Kota dress up as? Can you let, can you, uh, let us know? Oh, on? nothing. He
4: just, he came, he came, he was under the, uh, he, apparently for what happened earlier, he was taken under the mind control by Dr. Q, and
3: then
4: he <laughs> broke that spell, and then he was able to fight off, and then he, he won that, that trending title against one of our guys named Tukor, half-hamster, half half, hamster, half toucan. <laughs>
1: So for those that have never been to a kaiju battle, uh, but are wrestling yep. fans, are they gonna see wrestling moves? Uh, are they gonna see some of the moves they never heard of in their lives, they're like, What the heck is this? They'll
4: so definitely see something that looks like wrestling moves. Um, we try to we try to create a bigger a bigger form of performance art with using wrestling ideas. Um, they won't be disappointed if they come. Definitely when they show when they when they walk in those doors when they leave, they will say, we have to come back to this. We have to come back as soon as we can.
1: What are some of the popular uh, characters featured in the Kaiju Big Battle that people should be familiarized with?
4: Hmm. I would definitely say uh, Kung Fu Chicken Noodle Soup, okay. which, is a can of, which is a can of, as it says, uh, chicken noodle soup. He had an act. It was a former person who was a Filipino construction worker. Uh-huh. He got hurt and fell into a... Uh, some kind of mutation uh, liquid And it turned him into this giant can of soup We also have a unicorn party Who his name says in, It says all about him in his name Loves the party and he is Resembling that of a W uh, unicorn We have the world famous plantain brothers Paco and Pedro <laughs> And they, they again as you can Probably assume they are two Fighting plantains
1: And uh, for information, you can visit Kaiju.com. That's K-A-I-J-U.com. Now, I know that WWN Live, they have the WWN Club where you can uh, pay a very, very affordable price and watch all these great events. Is this going to be streamed there by any chance on WWN Live? For the Mania
4: Weekend Show, yes, 100%. We will be live and in charge, and uh, you won't want to miss it. You really won't. Big surprises, big things happening that night.
1: So... That's the Mania weekend, but what do we got on the February 25th? Uh, what what matches do we have? What monsters are going to be battling it out?
4: Oh, February 25th, you're going to be able to see the likes of the Iron Brothers going up against American Beetle, who is the flag bearer, as you, as you would think, of American culture, who speaks nothing but fluent Spanish.
1: <laughs> well, Looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh. February 25th, Uber City. Uh, Florida, the Kaiju battle, and then look forward to it in Mania, and then in New York in March, correct?
4: Yes, we'll be in New York at the Boom on March uh, on March 10th, um, and that's going to be another whole whole lot of different nonsense. But, we're, but right now, I really want to also plug again yeah. that February 25th, that February 25th show at the Orpheum uh-huh. in uh, in Ebor City, Tampa. That's going to be one of our biggest returns to to that area, and we are going to
3: see all of our great kaiju
1: fans out there for that. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for your time. And everyone's invited February 25th uh, in the Tampa, Florida area during the Mania weekend as well. And in New York, uh, kaiju battle. You can visit kaiju.com for information. Or on theromanshow.com, we'll also have some more details. Mark, thanks so much for your time, man. And looking forward uh, to all those monsters battling it out inside the ring. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, thank you very much. Can't wait
2: to show it. Can't wait to showcase it off to the rest of the people down there in sunny Florida. All South Florida's biggest rocket experience has been heard. Munster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park, near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Asias Ford. Five-finger death punch.
3: Red company, I
2: can't deny. Got smack. you <laughs> to Stone Sour, Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood and Dead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Premium, Hate and More, Monster Energy, Fort Rock, at Markham Park, Two Days, Great Food and More, Don't Wait, Get Your Tickets on Sale Now, for tickets, go to Fort Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and More, Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy.
1: And we're back here at the Roman Show. CM Punk George has been on the headlines all over uh, the, the sites. On one side in the Mixed Martial Arts, we're still awaiting who he's going to compete. One of the rumor was he was going to compete against Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is undefeated in boxing. He Rumors have been circulating that he wants a rematch against Conor McGregor. And the talk was that if there ever was a rematch, It would be inside the octagon. However, Conor McGregor went on Instagram and said that that's that's pretty much it. It's done. Floyd Mayweather has stopped negotiations. We don't know that. We've we've known what McGregor puts out there on social media, and we kind of think about it, uh, take a second guess at it. But we never know. Maybe this fight between Punk and Mayweather could actually happen. And what big draw that would be to put CM Punk... Mayweather in a UFC Chicago, CM Punk's home, that would be incredible. Now, CM Punk is not the fighter, not anymore, at least, that's going to bring in that that pay-per-view revenue, but since you're putting him up against Money Mayweather, now you're talking
0: money. Well, you're talking about the guy who used to be known as the best in the world in professional wrestling, going against (sighs) the guy who's still the best in the world of boxing, so, basically, what I'm trying to say is this, I feel like that has money written all over it, now, if you ask me for my prediction, who will win that fight, Floyd Mayweather, knockout, easily, because we, I'm not going to hate on Punk, but we all saw that Punk, you know, first and foremost, had no de- really good defense. It, it, maybe he'll surprise me, maybe, because it's been some time now since his first fight. But what I'm saying is that he really didn't have that much of a good defense. And Floyd Mayweather is one of those guys that already knows how to dance in that ring. Uh, you know, And to him, he probably feels like the, the octagon won't be any different. So come this fight, if it really does happen, you could expect Floyd Mayweather to bob and weave and then just
1: catch Punk out of nowhere with a right hook. So I, I'm going for Floyd Mayweather on this one. You know, it'd be very interesting because, you know, I was actually talking to Jose Shorty Torres, uh, Titan FC, and we're awaiting that potentially he could be part of that fight card, UFC Chicago. And uh, by the way, we got an interview exclusive here. You can check it out on The uh, theromanshow.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash rroman0201, uh, where he says, if CM Punk were to take down Floyd Mayweather, he couldn't have a chance. Of course, I'm sure that Mayweather, being a, a, a combat uh, fighter, a boxer, he, he prepare enough for a takedown. It's not like if he's just going to go in there cold turkey and expect a boxing fight. This guy is an athlete. This guy is a pro. He knows what he, what, what he can expect inside the octagon. But let me tell you, if CM Punk and Mayweather were to fight, George, this would be the modern-day Muhammad Ali versus Antonio Noki. But a little bit better because, and this time around, CM Punk is actually using his mixed martial arts skills. He is an expert in jiu-jitsu, at least, and uh, I, I guess wrestling. We haven't really seen him because he didn't really take down uh, Mickey Gao. Uh, and then Mayweather, you know, he's the best pound-for-pound boxer right now in the world, although he is retired right now. Yeah, uh, and again, you know,
0: it it, it goes back to what I was just saying, as far as the best in the world is the best in the world. It's not even about retirement and this and that. To me, in the world of business, this is pure 100% money, nothing else. And I stick to my opinion, and I still say Floyd Mayweather will be coming out as the winner in that fight. If it does happen. If. And that's a pretty big damn if, okay?
1: Yeah, And by the way, CM Punk has not only been talked about being UFC Chicago, but also being part of the All In Wrestling Show, being promoted by Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and the rest of the guys uh, of the Bullet Club. What are the chances of seeing Punk Seeing him back in a squared circle
0: Punk has always said That if he comes back to the world of professional Wrestling that he's going to be coming Back under a mask that way no one Knows it's him that way he could come And leave Uh, I couldn't disagree with that because just the buzz Around that whole situation will go insane And then people will Be like just not letting him leave The building so I agree with that notion but If he's all-in, no pun intended, then, you know, I'll tell you this much. The the event that Cody Rhodes said that he could fill in, what was it, 10,000 seats, uh, will be accomplished. Because that's what the wrestling fans have been waiting for. And Chicago is one of the rumored cities that all-in could take place in. Yep. So, again, I say if – well, and here's the thing, Mr. Roman – if CM Punk is booked, you could even do it in California for all I care. If CM Punk is booked on a wrestling show, you could guarantee a sellout.
1: Well, one place that's sure to be almost sold, pretty much sold out is UFC Orlando. Uh, they got a great fight card this weekend right here in Orlando, led by Jeremy Stevens versus Josh Emmett, Tisha Torres versus Jessica Andrade, and Ovan St. Prue versus Lear Latifi. Now, Ovis here will be on the Roman show in just a few, but also Max Griffin will be taking on Mike Perry. And right now, we're going to welcome Mike Perry on the Roman show to talk about his fight against Max Griffin. Hey, Mike. Well, thank you, uh, thank you for taking some time out there. Uh, but, I mean, you got days away from the fight. I mean, what, what is it that you typically do just days before the fight? Take a light, cut some, uh, some weight? What, what do you typically do?
3: Well,. Yeah, I just try to um,
5: keep myself clean, healthy, keep my body, uh, you know, uh, strong. You know what I mean? Because when you're cutting this weight, you're really susceptible to taking injuries. So the training is it's really a lot of running, of sweats, and just trying to make that weight and, and eat right. And, and you can mess up your diet easy you know like Sundays I drink two gallons of water and then wow. Monday and Tuesday I drink a gallon each day and after those days if I have some food with sodium sodium like uh, too much it, it my body will get stuck mm-hmm. at the weight that I'm at and then I'll have to go through a lot to get my body to get the weight back off so you know sometimes I always kind of scare myself with my weight cut, but. You know, I, I get better at it every time. I'm having one of the best weight cuts of my life right now. I feel fantastic, and uh, I'm ready to go put on a show.
1: So, well, look for you this time. You're not you're not traveling. You know, the, the fight's going to be in your home residence of Florida. It's the fifth fight you I haven't am
5: traveling though, which is funny because it is in my home residence. Uh-huh. but... I'm in New York right now. Ah,
1: oh, boy. I traveled <laughs>
5: yesterday, and then, but this is the first time I got to get double jet lag. But I won't, I didn't really feel the jet lag at all because it's the same East Coast time. So, um, but I, I asked my manager when he called me and said, "Yo, we got media, da 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 da." If you want, and I was like, just to ask, you know, what, how much does this benefit me? Why would I travel the one time I have the option <laughs> not right. to? And even, and and I see the benefits of it. You know, I gotta get in touch with the fans, no matter what I'm going through. Mm. Um, you know, I gotta I gotta show how tough I am, and that I can I can do what I need to do. To I need to let the world know what I'm about to do, what we go through, and then I'm gonna put on a show on Saturday. So I gotta show the world that I can handle all of it. I can go through the media. I can travel while I'm cutting weight. I can keep myself in the zone and prepare properly even though I got other things to take care of.
1: So going into this fight, you're going to have that home crowd advantage. It's the first time you fight in in Florida with the UFC. So how does that feel?
5: Man, you know, it's already a little surreal. I know it's going to be crazy when I and I walk out and I see all my people, all my people. I mean, all of them. And and my manager actually just hit me with a good one. He was like, don't let that energy give you an adrenaline dump. And I was like, you know, that's good advice. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and and say that that's not good advice. But I told him, don't worry about that. We're going to handle business. <laughs>
1: So your weight cutting is doing well. How about the camp? How was the camp uh, uh, for you this time around as you get ready for uh, for Griffin?
5: Uh, training camp was fantastic, man. You know, when I fought in Pittsburgh, I had a coach with me. Um, you know, maybe it was because it was Tiago, and I was really excited to fight Tiago um, because I was a fan of his for a long time, and and. Um, But that coach that I had with me for that training camp, I was in the best shape of my life, and and um, there were there were workouts I did on the track that that time that I now even now I still can't beat my times or match my times from back then. So I have a a goal to obtain Um, later after this fight. You know, I'm still doing well on the track, but I've seen better times and better abilities from myself, so I have a level that I know that I can reach, and um, what I'm getting at is, in Pittsburgh, I had that coach, and in Canada, I did not use that coach, nothing against him, I just, you know, I was being selfish, I think, and, uh, you know, this is not a sport to be selfish in, you have to be generous uh, to the ones who are there to care about you and make sure that you do all the right things and i brought that coach back for this camp and i you know sometimes you got to miss something in order to see how great it is for you mm-hmm. and between the pittsburgh and then going to canada i knew that there was a difference without that coach mm-hmm. and i my whole career my whole life coaching never really made a difference to me i was mm-hmm. always mentally just prepared to fight but you know, I just did an interview and was talking about how guys at this high level aren't coming to fight anymore. They're coming to play the points in the game and they're trying to win the the only way they can. Run away if they have to. And um, you know, with that said, with I brought this coach back and he's preparing me for every angle that my opponent could possibly use against me. So. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm I'm really excited to and and because it's in my hometown, he's not in the corner of this fight because I only get three and he would be the perfect fourth man. But after this fight, I believe he'll be in the corner with me. Um, you know, he's family now. He's always been like a brother, you know. And and I'm really grateful to have Nelson Rodriguez be coaching me and and uh, he's really made a difference in in my training and. And how I prepared to get ready for a fight. I I feel I've grown
3: to new levels.
1: And you mentioned about that. This, this is a this is a good fight for you. And of course, he prepared you for all the angles. And you know, Griffin, just like you, both of you guys like to stand and ban and talks already that this might be the fight of the night.
5: Every time you talk about Platinum Mike Perry, you're talking about possible fight of the night. That's because of me. That's not because of the opponent that's because everybody's excited to see what I bring to the
1: table absolutely now one thing here I noticed that you know prior when we started UFC, you were doing funny gestures at the weigh in do we have anything planned for this time around are we going to bring in some I do what?
5: I do have something I want to do
1: okay you know, it's something small. It's nothing spectacular. It's going to be hard to upstage the dodged handshake among yeah. them. I'm not going to lie.
5: That's hard to do. I haven't really been able to do much since with the weigh-ins and the face-offs. But I, I got a plan this time. I hope it don't get me into trouble. It should.
1: <laughs> and you're going to be in your hometown, so you might as well pull up a pretty good Oh, I think the crowd will love it.
5: I think they'll go crazy for it.
1: <laughs> Well, Mike, thanks so much for your time, man. Good luck on uh, in Orlando as you take on Griffin, and uh, good luck, and we'll hope to catch you very soon right here.
5: Thank you,
1: brother. Enjoy Thank the you. show. You too. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do. Bye bye. Okay. South
2: Florida's biggest rock experience, has you've heard, Munster Energy Fort Rock Saturday, April 28th, and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Five finger test punch.
3: Bad company,
2: I can't deny. Got smacked.
3: I. Dead Shut down. Cut it!
2: Breaking vengeance. Hailstorm, Sting Temple Pilot, Hollywood and Dead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dots, Kill Switch Engage, Under Road, Pop Evil, Trivium, Hate Breed and more. Monster Energy, Fort Rock at Markham Park. Two full days, great food, and more. Don't wait, get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to Fort Rock Festival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. We're
1: back uh, this weekend. We saw Donald Cerrone defeating. Yancey Medeiros and UFC Austin. Now, well, where do we put Donald Cerrone? He wants to go back to the lightweight division. Right now, Tony Ferguson is the intern champion and Conor McGregor is your champion. We still don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Will Conor McGregor vacant his title? Will McGregor stick to, pro, to to boxing? We don't know yet, but I will tell you this, George, and I, and I think in a way it's kind of unfair because they're very... They're, they're being very lenient with Conor McGregor because it would have been some other fighter. I think by now, they would have taken his strap away a long time ago. But of course, Conor is money. And as I stated earlier in the show, it seems that Mayweather has stopped negotiating to a rematch with McGregor inside an octagon. So right now, something has to be done with Conor McGregor to see what his status is going to be, will he defend his title? What the hell is going on with Conor McGregor? I know he's enjoying all this money and flashing it with his fancy cars, but dude, we need to see you defend your damn title.
0: I agree with that. Uh, as a matter of fact, you you could be so much money, but at the same time, you need to defend the title. Uh, that's the point of the title. It's not just a you know, it's not just part of your 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 look. It's to be defended. And to me uh, is it won't be fair to other champions if other champions have to defend it with a certain limit or time limit to their to their reign uh, And they're forced to to defend their title while another person goes untouched Uh, So yes, I agree with that. I feel like Connor does deserve uh, I mean sorry Connor does need to defend the title ASAP whether it's in the next fight card or not, I don't care. But he does need to defend it, and whether he's money or not. He is money for the company, but, hey, treat everyone fairly.
1: Absolutely right. All right, last year on the program coming up on deck, Oval St. Prue takes on Alir Latifi. It was a fight that was supposed to take place in January. Latifi was injured. They rescheduled it now to be part of the UFC Orlando fight card. Ironically, St. Prue is from South, not South Florida, actually, but... Um, So that's on the other side of Florida, on the western side. And it's the first time that he competes professionally as a fighter in the state of Florida in his career. He's fought in Japan, he's fought in Madison Square Garden, but he's never fought in Florida. He's going to do so at UFC Orlando on April 24, airing on UFC Uh, Airing and Fox. So that's UFC on Fox 28 taking place this weekend at the Way Center. With that being said, we'll leave you with Ovan St. Prue and we'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Visit us at theromanshow.com social media at The Roman Show on Twitter at Roman Show Media both on Facebook and Instagram.
2: South Florida's biggest rock experience has returned. Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Featuring Ozzy Osborne. Five Finger death Punch. I can't deny. Godsmack. Shutdown. Breaking Benjamin. Sour, Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood and Dead. Pull it for my Valentine. Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Pridium, Hate Breed and more. Monster Energy Fort Rock at Markham Park. Beautiful days. Great food and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to fortrockfestival.com. Ozzy On the Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down and more. Fort Rock. Fueled by Monster Energy.
1: Yep. How are you Alvin? Pretty good?
5: Man, I'm doing pretty good right now, man.
1: How about you? All, all, all good. Thanks so much for taking your time. I know that uh, we're, we're just uh, <laughs> that's two weeks away from your fight, and congrats on your three-win uh, win streak you got going on. So how, how do you uh, feel going into this fight? I know originally it was supposed to be scheduled to take place uh, last month and uh, earlier this year, January, and it got rescheduled. So is, do you kind of, uh, in your training, does that help a little bit? you got a little bit more time to train a little bit more, rest a little more? Well, oh, you know,
5: you know when when I first initially heard about it, I was I was I, I wasn't too happy about it. You know, I was telling myself, hey, you know, look, I'm trying to I'm trying I've been training, I'm trying to hurt this, you know, get this fight out of the way. But then after that, it, when I find out the location of the fight, because you know by then my trainers are my my trainers are like, look, we're, we're trying to find your last minute opponent you're willing to do it and I was like well it's not the first time I've done it so yeah I'm definitely willing to do it um so when that ended up happening uh when that ended up happening it came up to me and was like well they want you to fight in Florida um on the 24th and I'm like we're in Florida and he said on oh, 24th they have the card in Orlando and I'm like oh okay and I and at first and I was like and, and one of my coaches was like well we, we know, Florida's not a bad gig at all, you know, um, out of all the places that i fought, I haven't fought in Florida before, right. and given the fact that Florida's my hometown, I would definitely love to have a fight in Florida, you know, coming off of a fight at Madison Square Garden, and, you know, coming after, and before that, I had another fight at, uh, you know, Tokyo, the Fatima Super Arena, and, and now I get to pretty much fight in my home state, and, you know, pretty much out of all of my fights that I ever had, I never fought in my home state before, so, I I was was
1: pretty much, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, because originally you're you're from Immokalee, a place there where they got some great football players coming out of there, Uh, including Edgar James, I know you played some football. Uh, So, you got some folks from Immokalee coming up north to see you in Orlando, just a couple of hours away? Yeah, yes, I definitely have a lot of people from my hometown
5: coming up to see me. I don't know how much exactly, but, um, I know I have uh, a, a good amount of people
1: from my hometown up to the me. Yeah, how crazy is that? In your career, you have not fought in Florida, and this is the first time. And I guess patience uh, pays off in the end of the day.
5: It certainly does. Um, you know, at the end of the, like, you know, given the fact that Latifi was uh, was hurt, it, it, it definitely it definitely feels frustrated but then when, when it became frustrating it ended up working out
1: in my favor. Yeah, and you guys are going a little bit back and forth there on Twitter and Latifi went out and said, hey, you know, just give me some time, I'll heal and, and I'll be ready to go. So you guys got a little war going on there on social media, so we going to expand to stand and bang uh, in this fight with you and Latifi? Um, you know,
5: it, it, it's pretty much wherever the fight is going to go. Not too many people will stand and bang with me, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so it, it's pretty much where the where, where the fight go, where the fight takes them.
1: So when, once you found out that the fight was going to be rescheduled, did you take some time out? Did you just keep going doing what you're doing? Uh, what did you do? Um,
5: well, it, it, it was actually funny. My trainer told me um, that uh, to take a couple, take about four days off, and I was like, why you want me to take four days off for? It was like, oh, cause cool. we're gonna start everything right back again. So, you know, the minute he told me that, like, pretty much right afterwards we started training, for set again. And, you know, it, 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 it's process It's part of the process. You know, it happens. You know, um, either people, it, either people drop out of fights, people take short notice fights. So, you know, I've been in that. I've been in somebody took short notice fight against me where I felt. So, so, um, six-short notice fights before, so it, it, I felt it, was, it wasn't the first row of Open. more than likely, it might not be the last season.
1: Now, uh, what can you tell me about Latif? anything that really sets your uh, your eye on, your training on, uh, now that the fight is just uh, a couple of days away?
5: Um, this is a small, compact fighter, and uh, hey, you look at him, he's just like, he looks extremely strong, so you know that's that's one of the number one things that sets me off about LeTee, and also too that um, he when he gets a hold of you, he's relentless. So it's just some of little things I got to watch out for. He's um, striking has evolved over the, 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 past, the past couple of years and whatnot. So it's something it's something else that I got to look at that I uh, definitely got to look at. But um, you know, other than that, it's just like long as I tell people, as long as I stick to my game plan. You know, I'll, I'll be pretty much good. So, um,
1: that's what I plan on doing. Sticking to the game plan. This to the game plan. I think that should be good. Obviously, we talked about, uh, Emocally. Do you often go out and visit your old, uh, hometown of Mokaly, uh, check out some of the football teams out there in the high school? I guess they, they, got some great football players coming out of there. Like I said, Edgar James. Have you ever spoken to Edgar James? He's from the same, uh, hometown? Man, every time when I'm home, i always, I always go back to my high
5: school. Um, you know, my god brother is actually the head football coach at a, at a monthly high school. So, you know, I call him every once in a while. He he watches my fights pretty much honestly. the Pretty much the whole town watches my fights. Um, um, definitely supports me every, it, it, pretty much in all my fights. So, but every time I go home, I make sure I say hey to everybody, and um, everybody lets me know. They keep on telling me how proud of, how proud of they are. Because, you know, when you talk about Monterey, sometimes you, you talk about Monterey football. Yeah. But, you know, and they can talk about nothing else. You know, it's like Oven, he, he plays football here, but
1: this is what he's doing in the UFC right now. So everybody's pretty, pretty much uh, proud of him. And Ovens, uh, obviously you have that Haitian background. Uh, do you have to eat any Haitian uh, cuisines when, um, when you're not cutting weight or making weight or watching your weight or training?
5: Man, you know, I have
1: a, I have a thing where,
5: you know, I stopped eating probably, I, I'll have my last one probably three weeks to a month before my fight. I said, i probably more than a lot. Once that happens, uh, once that ends up happening, um, I probably won't eat any Haitian food up until my last, up until, uh, after the fight, but given the fact that I'm in Florida and, um. I'm gonna be in Orlando, and uh, Haitian food is
1: gonna be very, very accessible to me there. I'm gonna definitely enjoy my uh, my uh, my food. Do you have any favorite spots in uh, in Miami, perhaps in Little Haiti, uh, that you go out and eat some of the great food uh in Haitian uh, cuisine? Man, is this this a
5: Haitian spot in Miami? I'm in Little Haiti, that sells, uh con. That I like going to, uh-huh. but also too, um, you know my my, my dad's side of family. They have a they have a, a whole lot of that. They just opened up, and I'm actually looking forward to actually um, going there and uh, getting me some good food there.
1: Great. So, what can you tell me right now, about the light heavyweight division? DC, of course, the a champ. We've talked about he's going to take on what, what What's the current status of your division? Your opinion. Um. Uh,
5: You know, for the longest time, you always had one title holder that defended the, the, the title. You know, nine, ten times. One fighter that defended the title ten times within that career. But it's not only my division. If you look at every other division, it's pretty much been up and down. So everything needs to grab. You know, the last fight, the last fight I fought in, and then three new champs. So everything is up. Grabs in that division too. Um, you know, uh, you get a lot of guys in the top five right now that have been staying within that area. But, um, but I feel to the I feel like, you know, everything is up for grabs. Fournier said he's going to fight a couple more fights and end up retiring and stuff. You know, um, but you know that's. I, I look at it and I'm like, well, that's not my problem. My, my thing is just going into handling business. Once I do that, I think that should be fine.
1: Well, so I want to thank you so much for your time and good luck here in Orlando. Uh, first time, first time you're fighting in the state of Florida. So, look forward to seeing you in action and good luck, man.
5: Man, thank you. I can't wait.